0: Welcome to a new episode of the Eaching with Clarity podcast, and Happy New Year, too. I hope you have one full of good fortune where nothing fails to bear fruit. Here's another listener's reading for you, one BB cast about how to realise her desires. You know the way Yi sometimes just confirms what you already know? There are these readings that just feel like being seen and acknowledged by the Oracle, as if it's saying, yes, that's okay, you get it, you're on the right track. There's always something reassuring about these. Well, this is not one of those readings. It's more of a challenge to the whole question B.B. brought to the Oracle and the desires and beliefs behind it. And this kind of reading is not reassuring or comforting at all. I find them really hard to take myself, and it's very easy to succumb to the temptation to say, oh, that obviously didn't work, and rephrase the question in some superficial way that doesn't really change anything so you can ask again. Bibi doesn't do any of that. She's really open to what the Oracle has to say. Possibly, on some level, it's what she already knew. Anyway, here's the reading. Have a listen and see what you think. I've got a bit more to say about the work of connecting with this kind of reading, but I'll leave that until you've heard most of it. Thank you for coming and bringing a reading about manifesting, you say. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to share what it is you're trying to manifest? I would.
1: I'm trying to manifest a lottery win. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, And I've had experience of manifesting things in my life. um, And I believe that it is a law whether or not we believe in it. So I'm trying to use it to my advantage. But I think I might be up against a lot of resistance or... um, I don't believe it's impossible, but for some reason it's not coming to me the same way other things did. And I wonder if it's just not in my path or Mm
0: -hmm. if I'm doing something wrong. Mm. And so you asked what actions are needed from me to achieve my desires. And you have hexagram 29, the repeating chasm, changing to 53, gradual progress. Quite often I do readings and as people listen to them, they say, yes, that's exactly what I was thinking, what I was feeling, it just confirms what I already felt. And I have a funny feeling this may not be one of those. I think of manifesting, not that I've really looked into it, but I think of it as um, something very bright and visible. You have the vision and you kind of Shine out like a beacon, and it comes into being. Mm-hmm. You're nodding, so I'm guessing that sounds.
1: Sort yeah, of... in a in a sense, yeah. I think mm. that thought has creative power and intention. Deliberate intention um, does bring things into your life.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah, and yeah. The hexagram I would associate with that. You know with the the clear, vivid thought that becomes visible in the world as as well would be hexagram thirty um which is clarity and it has light within and light without and it shines out and the one you received is twenty nine which is the exact opposite of that <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, changing to fifty three and yeah you know we emailed about what exactly was your reading. And I thought, I bet 53 is going to be the relating hexagram because you said it was taking longer than you thought. Mm -hmm. And that's fairly classic hexagram 53 because it's called gradual progress and it's gradual. Um, It's a very long, slow journey. Put these two together and you kind of have this sense of Uh, falling down the chasms and trying at the same time to make this into something more purposeful, Um, gradual, controlled, and maybe in search of home. So you ask what's needed to manifest your desires. And I think the answer may not quite answer that directly. It's more well, this is where you are in relation to that, and this is the journey you're on, and it's a long one, and here's how to navigate it. Um, And then when we get to the moving lines, I think it may have more to say even than that, but we'll see how those land with you when we get there. Mm-hmm. Um, I-
1: I should just add as well that when I say desires, the lottery is the financial way I see my desires coming about. Mm-hmm. So even though I think it would be cool to win the lottery, it, that's it's more money that yeah. I want to do the things that I want to do, mm-hmm. the kind of social projects that I'm interested in. So mm-hmm. I just want to clarify that before we go on.
0: Yeah. yeah, I Yeah. It's not that you have a sort of overwhelming lust for the champagne moment it's it's where it goes
1: yes yeah that which sense. i thought deeply about so mm-hmm. when i say desires that it's inextricable from the lottery win
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah i get it and it's it's not some sort of vague it would be nice to have a yacht thing yeah <laughs> By <a large> yes. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i get it mm. So let's talk about the two hexagrams in general, and then we can zoom in on the moving lines, which are the heart of the reading. Um, How familiar are you with the I Ching hexagrams and trigrams and things? I
1: do the I Ching quite regularly, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I always interpret it correctly. And sometimes I generate that hexagram that I forget which one it is, but it's like, I told you once already, don't ask again.
0: <laughs> yes. Always fun. Hexagram four. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Um,
1: but I have, I don't have like an academic understanding of it. I have kind of an intuitive understanding mm. of it and it's just growing all... over
0: time. So yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay, I'm just checking before I start saying, okay, this one is a double trigram hexagram. I, I'm not going to be talking gibberish. This is good so it's called repeating chasms, hexagram 29, and yeah, chasm is the name of that trigram that's doubled, and it means pits and dangers and challenges. And it's also the trigram of running water. So something that flows and retains its nature through all the shapes it's put through. Um, and when you said unblocked you talked about getting unblocked and flowing with life and I can see the connection with twenty nine. Um, it's also repeating the chasms, and re- that's repeating as in. Well, partly just again and again, and but also learning and practicing and rehearsing. Um, it's partly here's a repeated lesson. And you're going to go through this pit again and again until you get it, and it's partly this hope that by going through it you will you'll learn to navigate them throw you in often you'll learn to swim yeah um not settle in no though it's interesting you said that get through and come out (laughs) the other side um okay yeah and it's like i was saying it's exactly not hexagram 30 um every line is different as far apart as they can be and they also sit next to each other and pair up and make a landscape. Clarity is above and the chasms are below. So it's you know not the visible, shining daylight world where you plan and envision and clarify. It's what's underneath that mm-hmm. dark, emotional, intuitive, risky, not knowing where you are, but being in the in the swim of it anyway yeah and the oracle says repeating chasms there is truth and confidence and a connected heart creates success and movement brings honor um the, the truth and confidence and sincerity and trust and all the things that are packed into that word And the idea of a heart that is connected, those seem to fit with your ideas of manifestation in a way of being joined and in flow and in trust. But what's required down in these pits is not a clearer vision, but swimming on through. Movement brings honour. Um, decidedly not making yourself a home down here. So maybe doing stuff to see what happens. It's generally, you know, being in motion and down here, you don't know what to do and you're not going to know what to do. Hexagram 29 is like that. The solid things have very much fallen in Um, and, uh, you know, you are flailing about in the deep water and you can't feel the bottom (laughs) and you're nodding again, so I'm guessing you recognize that. Yeah yeah. so you're not going to have a firm, p- clear picture of what to do. It's just important to be in motion. Okay. Um, having said that, the moving lines take precedence. That's an important proviso, because those are going to tell you that there are limits to when and how it's a good idea to act, especially when you are down in the bottom of this. And, and we should apply the same proviso to the text of the image, the text that describes the two trigrams and how one. Can best move with them um, and you want to flow through, and they this talks about flowing through waters flow on and reach the end, repeating chasms, a noble one consistent in character and action teaches things by repeating, um, so as you know water flows into water, rivers flow together, they all go in the same direction, and they reach the sea. Um, And there's the sense that one's emotion and one's inner self flows out into action, and it does it all the time. Um, Yeah. I wonder how much you need to postpone those things that you want to do with the lottery win. Um,
1: Well, in a very small sense, I am doing them now. Ah. But but it's a small sense, and I want it Mm. big. Right. It's making Mm. sense that... I'm being impatient and um, fighting against where I need to go.
0: Mm. Yeah. 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 I find that there is that risk of postponing things until everything is right. And that, yeah, that doesn't work. Um, and it's interesting that you say you're doing it in a small sense because we have a moving line about that. Um, should remember that when we get to line two, mm. okay. okay, so in the background you have hexagram fifty three gradual progress, and like i said the a major experience of this hexagram is this is slower than I'd thought it would be. In fact, it seems like nothing's happening quite often <laughs> fifty three but the name of the hexagram means. Something's soaking in, and it means advancing gradually, and it's also the name of a big river. And it's also associated through its own moving lines with the picture of the geese flying gradually home. And, you know, they don't teleport, nor does the river teleport to the sea. It, it goes there very slowly, and, you know, it doesn't miss out any inches along the way. And the hexagram is full of just kind of layers of imagery stacked up of slow progress just to make sure you get the idea. One of them is this image of marriage that you find in the oracle. Gradual development, the woman marries, good fortune, constancy bears fruit. When woman married in ancient China, they left their home and went to uh, a groom's home, so I mean, especially for an important marriage, there would be kind of a ritual, slow progress there with a lot of preparation and then a procession and then of course, once she's there, she has to integrate into this new place um Marriage doesn't happen in a split second just because someone says you're married, and being at home doesn't happen in a split second just because you walk through the front. Or it's yeah, it's a long, slow integration, development, coming home kind of progress. It also says it's good fortune and constancy bears fruit. So you know, the the aspiration to, to get there is a good one, and persistence is good. Um, and expectations of speed are silly. <laughs> I think oh no. And I cannot actually see how anyone wins the lottery gradually. <laughs> you may see something different. <laughs> um, yeah. Hmm.
1: But it's also about the projects as well, I think. Like mm-hmm. I say, they can't really be split apart right now. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, the projects makes more sense to me in the sense of a gradual movement yeah. forward I guess I suppose um if there's any really pragmatic advice in this reading of what I can do to um like let mm. go of of the feeling that I'm going to win the lottery because I do think I am going to and it, mm. and it's quite like it's quite overbearing
0: Mm. yeah
1: because the more I don't, the more painful it becomes.
0: <laughs> you know? mm. Oh, ow, yes. Um, mm. oh, God. Yes. Um, yeah, we should get to the moving lines. I mean, there is one more image of slow development in 53, and that's its trigrams. There's a tree growing on the mountain, putting its roots down slowly and gradually creating its own a um, miniature ecosystem there, which again, looks like the development of a, of a project and a system and maybe a means of support and sustaining. So moving lines. Yeah, and if I just read through all three, I think they tell a story. The chasm has sheer sides, seek small gains. Coming to chasm on chasm, those sheer sides are also a resting place. Entering into the pit within the chasm, do not act. Bound with good rope and cords, shut away in a thorn thicket, for three years gains nothing. Pitfall. Um, it's not a chirpy, happy manifesty reading. It's, it's just, <laughs> just not. <laughs> um, but the first line, um, line two, is... Is better the chasm has sheer sides, it's you know, steep and dangerous, and you're down here, and you don't jump out in one go. You seek small gains, you go in small steps, and that's what you said you're doing, doing the work you want to do, creating what you want to create in small ways. That's with the flow, and that's yeah that's a way through this line. If it changed on its own, it would point you to hexagram eight, seeking union and seeking belonging. So that's part of the meaning of the line. Um, And it's about wanting belonging and wanting that sense of rightness and flow and things are coming together, which is a good thing to be seeking, I think. It draws you on through, but of course it doesn't happen all at once. (laughs) <laughs> you know, the, the waters flow together over the earth. You know, they don't just snap your fingers and get ocean. It takes time. At line three, yeah, and I think lines two and three kind of work together as do this, don't do that. Coming to chasm on chasm, the sh- sheer sides are also a resting place. Further in, further down, deeper in. those steep sides you can't climb can be a good reason to pause for a breather. The whole business of being out there and having something fully built and working and flourishing is not happening at the moment, so have a rest. Um, you know, what if you weren't trying to manifest anything? <laughs> Entering into the pit within the chasm, don't act, or don't use this, You just don't. So there is the sense that, I think there can be a feeling in this line of, oh, nearly there, dig a bit further. <laughs> and yeah, don't. It's line three. So it's the top line of the inner trigram. And it's just looking out into the outer world and saying, um, you know, all this inner emotion and feeling that could be flowing on out there into action. We just need to get over there and it also changes this line to hexagram 48 which is the well you know if you have a well you can tap into the deep potential and draw it up into reality Um you can draw the water from the deep reserves and water the fields with it and once you've built that everything will work and so there is this great feeling you know just dig a bit further and We'll have something that works. And yeah, don't (laughs) have a rest. You're down at the bottom of a deep hole. Put the spade down. (laughs) I hope this is landing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, Yeah. it is. Mm. Intellectually, I know it, but emotionally, Mm -hmm. this is harder to do.
0: Intellectually, I know it, but emotionally, this is harder to do. That's a really good point, isn't it? With any reading, but especially when the message itself is just hard to take. Understanding a reading is one thing, and really absorbing it emotionally so that it changes what you actually do is very different. And BB and I come back to this after we talk through line six. I think the key is the way Yi gives you something you can recognize on an emotional level. That helps you connect with the reading in the moment when you're reflecting or acting on the issue in real life. That puts a big oracular spanner in the works, I think, and kind of prizes things open. It creates some daylight between one thought and the next. You start with the sense of, oh yes. I know this, it feels like this. Like BB not winning the lottery again, and recognising that here she is coming to chasm on chasm, falling down the same hole all over again. And actually the same kind of thing happens with line six. You've heard her talking about how being able to move ahead with her social project is inextricably linked to the lottery win. And then he gives her line six, showing what inextricable really means and really feels like. So that's something she can recognize and something that challenges and opens her way of thinking. And like I was saying earlier, I really admire the way she responded to it all. As I think we all know from experience, this is not easy. Anyway, on with the reading. Yeah, I'm, sometimes the way a reading can help with this is giving you something you can recognize emotionally. And this sense of chasm on chasm, the Chinese is even more effective. It just says coming, kan kan, which also means the sound of a drum, something that goes, you know, just goes bang, bang, bang. So it's emphasizing the experience of repetition this again yeah. and again. And when you have this feeling of this again, this is your cue to have a rest. think, And yeah, not get yourself as far as line six. And when you were talking about every time you don't win it, it's more painful. That, somehow that brought this line to mind bound with good rope and cords, and shut away in a thorn thicket. Uh, you know, whichever way you move, something is sticking in and it hurts. For three years, gains nothing. Pitfall. Again, this is, you know, don't do this. Um, It's it's not a cheery reading <laughs> overall. There are small gains. Seek those, that's fine. When you're getting hit over the head with you know one chasm after another, um, Stop, rest, don't keep digging and try not to get caught and bound up and shut away in a thorn thicket. Um, It's very much a picture of getting stuck. Um, and the, the question I ask when I get something like this is, how do you get stuck and how can you not get stuck? Sometimes I think you have this line and you just are stuck and you can't get out of it and just have to sit there and wait for someone to untie the knots. There was someone on the forum who had this line when she i think she'd fallen off her bicycle and she was injured and she was just going to have to be a mobile until she'd recovered which she did you know I've even had it for literally wandering around in the woods and getting lost and getting caught in the centre of a bramble patch <laughs> um and that was you know that was on a that was a nice small scale. I was not stuck in the bramble patch for three years mm-hmm. um, <laughs> So the, the scale varies, but the sense of of pushing on further and getting more stuck, I think, is there. And it's the sixth line, so it's gone as far as it can. It changes this line to hexagram 59, which is dispersing. Um, and, I receive that one quite a lot. Huh. Yeah. Mm, as As advice or description of where you are or...
1: Sometimes it's changing, sometimes it's not. I just know that I'm more familiar with that one than other Mm -hmm. ones. Yeah,
0: Yeah. the sense that everything has dissolved and dispersed away and you're kind of in the middle of a floodplain. Yeah. Yeah. No? How how does it feel?
1: Uh, Well, it just depends on what the question is and what I'm feeling that day, really. But, But, yeah, letting things go. I see the imagery of letting things go quite a lot, and I think that that's because I know deep down in my chasms that I just need to let go. Yeah. But mm. it's harder to do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. A sensible reaction to being in the middle of the floods of 59 is, and being in the chasms of 29 is to look around for something solid to hold on to, and that can end up creating a trap. You have these big things you want to do, and it's not at all obvious how they can possibly be done. So it kind of gets tied in with you have to win the lotteries so they can happen. Um, Maybe more dispersing is needed before you can see a more organic shape for things. Um, And I really hope you win the lottery. (laughs) 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 But it would be nice, and remember me if you do. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, that's not the feeling I have around here. It's more, um, yeah, it's more that this desire is painful and a trap, and that the small things you can actually do are. Yeah, our way through. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which makes it challenging. I mean so saying, what if you weren't trying to manifest anything?
1: Well, you see, part of my belief system is that we're always manifesting
0: something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that,
1: that that's how human consciousness works. Like, yes, we mm-hmm. are flowing and going in this larger stream of life, but that mm-hmm. we are always a part of creating our own reality mm-hmm. and what we see and what we focus on and what we choose to attend to is is always... So, like, yes, manifestation has that kind of, like, new age. You can get a new car in your driveway in two days <laughs> if you think about it at night. But, but I do believe human consciousness, as a mm-hmm. mechanism, creates its own reality to a degree.
0: Yeah. And so, at the moment, you're kind of focused on not having the money to do what you want to do and not winning the lottery. <laughs> 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 yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. Um, I'm. I wonder if. In fact, my, my feeling of the reading is that the focus on the lottery um, channels you into into this sort of narrow, stuck place of yeah. line six.
1: Yeah, um, I think it does, definitely. Yeah. I just don't know what to do about it.
0: Um, well, I think line 2 seek connections in small ways you're not doing a big project today but I, yeah so one person you can help in that way yeah mm. yeah
1: definitely um like i say i understand that and i agree with it and when i'm in the moment of it mm. i'm not thinking about the lottery but then it's uh, i don't know you think about something for so long and it becomes like a part of your uh, texture you know and mm. i feel like that's that's where I'm at right now with it. Like, I can't let go of it, even if I, well, I do want to. I do want to. I don't want to think this anymore. Mm.
0: Well, you could not enter it. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, but then the numbers would come up, will it? <laughs> mm. Well,
1: oh, no, no. There's plenty of no? d- draws that I don't enter. Yeah, mm. yeah. it's not like I'm, um, no, I'm very fixated on one particular
0: like game if you will yeah yeah no i I meant if you don't do that game this this week or whenever it yes yeah that's Mm. true
1: actually that would force me to let go of it
0: (laughs) yeah and not check the numbers yeah (laughs) Mm. yeah
1: yeah, it's a bit of a weird one, though, because I mm. do think that we choose these things in life to, like, teach us lessons. So for mm-hmm. whatever reason, whether it's that I'm going to win it or learn something from it, I have chosen the lottery to have this mm. relationship with and, and conversation with about abundance and freedom mm. and justice in many ways. So, mm. um
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And the the thing, well, one of the things about chasms is the way they interact with clarity. Um, There is an, um, an ancient Chinese belief that the ten suns, there are ten suns, one for each day of the ten day week, They're carried across the sky by a crow, and on the other side of the sky, the crow perches in the tree at the end of the world, and the suns are bathed in the pool at its roots. Um, So, yeah, above and below are opposites, and also the light gets renewed and washed in the pool, and and the crow rests and... The suns will be available to be <laughs> carried across the sky again. Um, yeah. So yeah, I clarity arises from the darkness, but not from sort of perseverating in it. Is that what I need? I think it is. Um, hmm. There are so many ways that what you actually want can happen. And you don't know what they are because you're a small person in a lot of large chasms.
1: Yeah.
0: Mm. And you yeah, know what absolutely. small things you can do towards it today. Um, and beyond that, you know, it's a big river. Yeah. It's yeah. At its own speed. And yeah.
1: It makes a lot of sense. Thank you. That was a really wonderful interpretation I never would have got there on my own so thank you so much you're really you've got a lot of expertise about this
0: oh good I'm, I'm glad it landed with you because this one is a challenge I think so yeah thank well mm. I mean that's fine
1: though that's the nature mm. of it isn't it
0: yeah it yeah. often is mm. yeah we've all been there I think so yes thank you very much thank you thank you So that was our reading, the first episode for 2024. I hope you enjoyed it, and thank you ever so much for listening. I do appreciate it. If you're thinking that this could be a good year to deepen and strengthen your own relationship with the Yijing, I wonder if you'd like to join Change Circle. That's Clarity's core membership. It has a small library of courses and recordings, And you can connect with other members in the private forums and our monthly Zoom gatherings, which I love. And members can also book private chats with me to look at their readings. That's included in the price. And you're welcome to join us for as little as £10 a month. If this sounds like something you might be interested in, you can read more at onlineclarity.co.uk forward slash circle. That's O-N-L-I-N-E c-l-a-r-i-t-y dot c-o dot u-k forward slash c-i-r-c-l-e I hope you'll join us